Closed doors and boarded-up windows greeted them as they reached the village. Several cars, some with shattered windshields, sat at odd angles to the shops. Meals slowed when they reached the barren village's center square. A small statue perched atop a granite block, a man raising a sword toward the hills. Farmers' carts and stalls were empty. Mios moved confidently, like he knew exactly where he wanted to go. He tugged Callie towards a two-story stucco building that housed a supermarket. The front door was ajar, and Callie could see through the plate-glass windows that someone else already made a pass down the aisles. Dented cans and shredded boxes littered the floor. Mio sniffed carefully around the entrance before they entered. A walk past the lone cashier station, the register missing, the phone and intercom unit ripped from the wall, and headed for the first aisle. Moving swiftly, ducking dangling fluorescent lights, he dumped items into the crate. Callie picked up a wire shopping basket and walked down the center aisle toward the back of the store. She picked up what looked useful, dry goods like jerky, nuts, and pasta, pain relievers and bandages, and packages of soup. When she reached the rear corner of the store, she found a staircase. Mios was busy sorting through rotten produce and gave her a quick glance. Callie tilted her head and raised her eyebrows, as if to ask, Okay if I check it out up there? And he chuffed once. She set down her basket and vaulted up the stairs two at a time before he reconsidered. When she didn't hear him racing after her, she knew the second level would have to be safe. Mios hadn't let her out of his sight for more than a few seconds since the run-in with the serpents. The second floor was a large open room that ran the length of the store. A maze of dusty boxes cluttered the bulk of the space. A desk occupied one far corner and a knife-sharpening workbench another, right next to a wooden door with Ushita painted in flaky blue letters. On the workbench, three or four knives glinted in muted sunbeams. Rectangular frosted glass windows lined the walls and gave the room a hazy warmth. Wouldn't hurt to have another knife in the arsenal, Callie said, letting the words slip into the musty air to break the eerie silence. She maneuvered around stacks of boxes until she could select a knife. A large cleaver rested on top of several smaller blades. Callie hefted it in her hand and nodded appreciatively at its weight. A hefty blade indeed, she whispered, laughing softly. She still caught herself behaving as if she was an actress in an epic fantasy. Callie brandished the blade as she turned away from the bench. I wish those serpents would come back. I'd chop them into bits. She slashed at an empty cardboard box and sliced two thin lines with ease. This thing is sharp for such an old junky place, she said, now distracted by splitting the packing tape on several more boxes in search of something useful. Callie sliced and ripped, sliced and ripped, whipping up dust in the fading sunlight until she was wedged into a corner near the wooden door. She couldn't see the stairwell from her position. I don't think you want to see the serpents again. They're not too pleased with you, Miss Shaw. Callie jumped and spun around. She planted her back against the door and scanned the room. The voice, deep and drawling, seemed to come from all sides. Who was that? Callie said. She projected her voice, despite her fear, in hopes that Mios would hear if anything went wrong. Who are you? What do you want? She readied the cleaver, raising the blade over her right shoulder. Footsteps padded nearby. 
just on the other side of the cardboard box wall. Callie's hand trembled, blood pounded in her ears. Then he appeared. A lean, tan man with close-cropped blonde hair sauntered around the boxes. He was about six feet tall and wiry strong. He wore a torn white T-shirt over dark green canvas shorts and a pair of tattered sandals made of thin strips of leather. Blue eyes as radiant as opals twinkled hints of laughter. The man looked her up and down and nodded appreciatively. Callie was speechless. She lowered the cleaver. Something about seeing this man, a real man, not a monster, made her relax.